Hello, welcome to 15-Minute Sermon. I'm so glad to have you here. Let's pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, we give you thanks. We thank you for the opportunity you've given us to learn from your word. It was a mystery before, but now it has been revealed to us, opened for us to understand and to fellowship around. Father, we thank you. Even as we study this, this moment, we ask that our hearts and our minds will be filled with the light of your word in the name of Jesus. Amen. Welcome once again. I'm so glad to have you here. All right. Um, so we are continuing in our series of um, the law, the prophets and the spirit. It's been an awesome time. Um, and so we are going to continue and, uh, and learn more from God's word. Um, all right, so let's go to John chapter 3, verse 16. I'll read quickly. John chapter 3, verse 16 from the King James Version of the Bible. He said, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. All right, so if you believe in Jesus, you have everlasting life. Every religion um, is looking for <laughs> eternal life. Every religion uh, is striving, all right, to to have eternal life. But no religion gives that assurance. Uh, uh, No religion gives that assurance. For all others, it's all about trial and error. But Jesus comes on the scene, all right, about 2,000, over 2,000 years ago, and says, here I am. If you believe in me, you will not perish. You will have eternal life. Such an assurance such an assurance <clears throat> and <clears throat> and we see that this was God's love displayed this was the, the eternal statement of God's love to mankind that see I love you so I've made a provision for you to have eternal life believe in my son and you will not perish all right glory to God glory to God glory to God hallelujah all right so let's go to uh, Matthew chapter let's read Matthew chapter 5 verse 17 Matthew chapter 5 verse 17 this is Jesus also speaking um, he said think not think not that I am come to destroy the law or the prophets I am not come to destroy but to fulfill all right so um, so we've been saying a lot uh, we've talked about a lot about the law the prophets and the Holy Ghost the dispensation of the spirit all right so and then uh, um, so when we read Matthew 5:17, uh, we, we see something uh, very instructive, something to learn from from what Jesus uh, said. All right, He said he didn't come to destroy the law and the prophets. Uh, this may not uh, may not appeal to the sense of of someone who is not a Jew, but a Jew understands what Jesus say, said here. A Jew understands it more more, more deeply. All right. For the Jew, the law and the prophets <laughs> uh, are held in high esteem. All right, and so when Jesus came on the scene, a lot of things he did were uh, seemed to go against what the law and the prophets said, or what the law and the prophets, the traditions uh, as as were practiced by the Jews based on the law and the prophets. All right. So he had to clarify things to them. He said, see, I didn't come to destroy it. I didn't come to abolish it. I didn't come to destroy the law and the prophets. All right? I didn't come to destroy it. 
in the sense of destroying it but he said i have come to fulfill it all right the word fulfill there means to execute all right it means uh and there were requirements this thing had a requirement and and so i came to execute it i came to fulfill it i came to accomplish it all right so jesus came to accomplish the law and the prophets wow that's powerful very instructive very instructive all right very instructive okay let's also read one more text uh let's read one more text uh, john chapter 5 verse 39 before we go into uh, what we really want to talk about law and prophet today john chapter 5 verse 39 jesus speaking to the uh, jews also he said set the scriptures for in them you think you have eternal life <laughs> for they are they which testify of me all right so he had said i did not come to abolish the law and the prophets but i came to execute them and then he now tells them in john chapter 5 verse 39 says search the scriptures all right so the scriptures refer to the law and the prophets all right when jesus said search the scriptures in them you think you have eternal life but they, are, they testify about me so he tells them the scriptures talk about me and I came to execute what they talked about. All right, this is powerful. This is just powerful. All right, so um, let's talk a bit about the children of Israel. All right, um, you see, the children of Israel um, were God's covenant people. They were God's covenant nation. All right, He had spoken to their ancestor Abraham that in him all the families of the earth will be blessed he made a covenant with him that uh, in his seed all the families of the earth will be blessed he told him he was going to bless him with so many children that it will be as the sands on the seashore all right and as the stars in heaven okay so um there was this promise upon the children of israel and then uh, as history uh, progressed we, we see they got into slavery there's a lot to talk about um, um, the Bible story of how they you know became slaves in, in, in the land of Egypt but yeah they became slaves in the land of Egypt and their suffering was prolonged and uh, God decided to come to the rescue and then he decided to call Moses in Exodus chapter 3 uh, in Exodus chapter 3, if you read the entire chapter, you see how God called Moses. All right? And part of the, 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 the details of the call of God upon Moses' life was to bring the children of Israel out of bondage into a land of rest. Very instructive. Into a land of rest. All right? God wanted to bring the children of Israel from the land of bondage, the land of slavery, into the land of rest. And, uh, and we're going to see how all of this was pointing to what God would do in Christ Jesus. Man is in bondage. Man is in bondage of sin. All right? Man is in bondage of sin. And is in Christ. Man journeys from sin, the bondage of sin, into rest. All right? Into rest. Okay, so um, let's read a few texts that will buttress this, uh, a few texts that will buttress this, um, okay, Hebrews chapter 4, we'll read two verses, 
then we'll still come back to it after we read from another verse Hebrews chapter 4 verse 1 and 2 it said let us therefore fear lest the promise being left us of entering into this rest any of you should seem to come short of it for unto us was the gospel preached as well as unto them but the word preached did not profit them not being weak with faith in them that heard it so he was talking about the Israelites all right a gospel was preached to them that they were going to be saved all right be released from the bondage of the Egyptians into a land of rest into the promised land the land of Canaan a land flowing with milk and honey all right so he tells us that the gospel was preached to them but some of them did not believe ah some of them did not believe the story is so long I wish we had time to go through the every detail of the journey of the children of Israel from the land of Egypt to the land of Canaan. All right, we see it was a long journey, a journey of over 40 years. 40 years. They were journeying. All right, and why did that happen? Because many of them did not believe. And we would see in the story uh, eventually the people who eventually got into the land of promise, the land of rest, the land of Canaan, were not the ones that were initially in Egypt. Because that generation perished they didn't believe because they perished let's read Psalm 90 um, Psalm 90 um, Psalm 95 verse 8 to 11 this will also give us perspective a perspective on how that uh, the children of Israel did not believe God's promise to them Psalm 95 verse 8 to 11 Psalm 95, verse 8 to 11. I'm trying so hard to say a lot with the short time we have. Psalm 95, verse 8 to 11 said, Harden not your heart as in the provocation, as in the day of temptation in the wilderness, when your fathers tempted me, proved me, and saw my work. See, verse 10. He said, 40 years long was I grieved with this generation and said, It is a people that do not that do err, sorry, it is a people that do err in their heart, and they have not known my ways, unto whom I swear in my rod that they should not enter my rest. So you see, God had promised them he was going to bring them to a land flowing with milk and honey, but they did not believe. Their heart kept going back to Egypt. So at every slight challenge they experienced, they began to complain. The story is so long. You see, there are times when they wanted to kill Moses because there wasn't, they didn't have water to drink in the wilderness. They wanted to kill him. They were a stiff and hardened set of people. They didn't believe God's promise. God had said, I will take you to a land that's flowing with milk, a land that will be your own. They said, no, we want to go back to Egypt. All right? So you may be asking, how does this concern me? Right? How does this concern me? I'm not a Jew. Let's go back to Hebrews chapter 4. You'll see how this concerns you. All right? Hebrews chapter 4. I'll read from verse 1 again. It says, Let us therefore fear, lest the promise being left us of entering into his rest, any of you should seem to come short of it. For unto us was the gospel preached as well as unto them, that's unto the children of Israel. But the word preached did not profit them, not being mixed with faith in them that heard it. He said, For we which have believed do enter into rest, as he said, Kai as I have sworn in my rot, if they shall enter into my rest, although the works were finished from the foundation of the earth, for of the world. 
For he spake in a certain place of the seventh day on this wise, and God did rest the seventh day from all his works. Verse 5. And in this place again, if they shall enter into my rest. Verse 6. Seeing therefore, seeing therefore it remained that some must enter therein, and they to whom it was first preached entered not in because of unbelief. Again, he limited a certain day, saying in David, Today, after so long a time as it is said, Today, if you will hear his voice, harden not your heart. For if Jesus, Jesus there referring to Joshua, the same name Yeshua, Joshua, talking about, you know, you know, if you know the story well, uh, Moses didn't take the children of Israel into the promised land. Uh, there was an issue that took place that now became it, it, Joshua was the person who eventually took the children of Israel into the promised land. All right. So he's saying, if Joshua had given the children of Israel rest, <laughs> then would he not afterward have spoken of another day? There remained therefore a rest to the people of God. For he that is entered into his rest, he also has ceased from his own works, as God did. So this is, this is what he's trying to explain. Oh my God. That the rest that God promised the children of Israel was a type and a figure. That if Joshua had taken them into the true rest that God talked about, when he took them to the land of Canaan. David won't have been talking about another race years after. All right? So what rest is he talking about? This rest is simple. This rest is heaven. <laughs> the rest that a man receives when he believes in Jesus Christ. That's the rest. So he's talking, the writer of Hebrews is talking to Jews who understand the concept of rest and the promised land and all. And you see, this rest God was talking about that, that telling the children of Israel that will take you into a promised land was typifying a rest that is in Christ. So he warns them sternly that they should not be like the children of Israel who God gave a promise, yet they did not believe and couldn't enter into his rest. And God was angry with them. So you see, a man has to believe this rest that God has offered. God has said that you should believe in his son for salvation from sins. He said, come out of the bondage of sin and believe in my son. Do not harden your heart. Believe and accept it. And you will enter God's rest. I hope this blesses and touches your heart. That you believe God's son. Believe in what God has done in Jesus Christ and enter into a rest. God bless you. God bless you greatly. Thank you for listening.